Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about, it's your home. So when it's time to buy or sell, you want to make sure your search is in capable hands. That's why we turn to Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty. You've seen Angie featured on HGTV's House Hunters. Realtor Magazine named her one of the top realtors in the country. And just ask us, the numbers back her up. So listen up as we cover all the ins and outs of buying and selling a home here in the Triangle. It's time for the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of the Savvy Realtor. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty right here in the Triangle. Check Angie out online by going to acolerealty.com. Cole is spelled C-O-L-E, so that's acolerealty.com. Angie, hello. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, doing great. Thank you. Glad to hear it and looking forward to the program today. We're going to be talking about uh, not only answering some of your great questions about all sorts of things like security systems and converting bedrooms to offices and is that a good idea? We'll have the neighborhood spotlight a little bit later on, but what are the true things that influence a home's value? Is it all about location? What about the surrounding community's benefits? Or is it all about renovating that home and getting it updated? We'll dive into that conversation and much more on the way on today's program. But as always, we like to start things out with a tip of the week. Just a little nugget for you to take uh, with you to start off today's program. So Angie, what's this week's simple tip? So we recently looked at the do's of staging your home during the selling process, but now let's look at the don'ts as well. When selling your home, you can't make it personal at all. It is important to emotionally detach yourself. Once your home is on the market, it's then kind of like a product. So if you find yourself too emotionally attached, it will be harder to present your home in a way that's appealing to a wide range of potential buyers. Another don't of staging process is to make sure you're not spending too much money to prepare it for showings. It's tempting to think that new furniture and major renovations as an investment. However, there's a chance you won't get your money back. So more importantly, potential buyers might have different preferences about the way their new home should look. And then finally, don't leave any items showing that could mislead potential buyers. For example, if your great aunt has a valuable 200-year-old chandelier, we don't want to think that the potential buyer will be able to you know, take right. that with them whenever they purchase the home. So go ahead and take those items down is the best way to handle. So make sure you're staging a home in a way that will be both appealing and realistic to buyers. Mm, good tip. Yeah, for sure. So if you're not able to you know, tune in every single Saturday at 12 o'clock to our show, we like to send out what's called the tip of the week every single Wednesday. And it's just a good bit of information about the real estate market, the do's and don'ts, just keeping you in the know. If you would like to sign up for our tip of the week, it's as simple as texting the word SMART to the phone number 555-888. So once again, if you would like to sign up for our tip of the week, which we will send out every single Wednesday, you can text the word SMART to the phone number 555-888. Very easy to do. Again, all you do is text the word SMART to the number 555-888. And what we'll do is send you a text right back immediately. And not only will you then be subscribed to future tips of the week that come out on Wednesdays, but you also go ahead and get your first tip right now. So just text the word SMART to the number 555-888 to receive great tips delivered straight to your phone, just like you heard right now on the Savvy Realtor. One more time, just text the word SMART 
to the number 555-888. It's time to answer some of your questions here on the show. And the first question comes to us from Bell. Bell is in Cary and says, some of our friends out of state have told us about their choice to move to communities specifically designed for retirees. I think they call them 55 and up neighborhoods. Do they have any of those in our area? What are the pros and cons of moving to that kind of living situation? Bell, we do have those in the area. We have those in Cary and Durham and Wake Forest, Clayton, kind of all over the hmm. triangle. We More like to, numerous than you might think. Yeah, they actually okay. are. And we like to call them active adult neighborhoods. Active adult neighborhoods. Yeah, is kind of the you know saying. But some examples, we have Carolina Arbors in Durham, Carolina Preserve in Cary, Del Webb at Traditions in Wake Forest. There's courtyards on O'Kelly Chapel in Cary. Again, I know you're located in Cary, Bell. There's Flowers Plantation in Clayton, Heritage Pines in Wake Forest, Ivy Hall in Raleigh, and there's several others. So there's a, a good amount of these starting type of communities <laughs> yeah, to choose from. And you know, it's it, easy to actually pull. If you're speaking with a real estate agent, we can actually just pull this quick list for you and send you all of the communities that are, I guess, labeled as an active adult mm-hmm. community. And with these neighborhoods, you are right. They are 55 and up. I've seen other neighborhoods which are 50 and up. So okay. just make sure you look at that age range. But the whole focus and goal of these neighborhoods are to be in a neighborhood in a community with like-minded people. Sure. Others who are in the same kind of age bracket. And by the way, this is the only age bracket that can kind of be discriminated, for example, because right. in real estate, we cannot in any way steer or tell you, you know, who's living where and what, you know, sure. age range. But in these neighborhoods, it is 55 plus. But the great thing I would say about these neighborhoods are, you know, they have like-minded people, like I mentioned, same age, but they also have all of the neighborly events going on. Mm-hmm. You typically have this massive clubhouse. There is a laundry list of events going on every single day. It's like going on a vacation to the Myrtle Beach condos oh, where they have so like, neat. you know, ice cream socials and yeah. just all, every day there's activities there's, and things. There is something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't enjoy being part of the activities and that's fine, but there is a lot of amazing activities. There's the pool, the clubhouse, a workout facility, just a lot of different events that you can be a part of. I would say the only negative would be, remember, it is restricted by age. And so maybe, for example, maybe you have a child who needs to come live with you. You know, maybe they're going through a separation or something, Uh, or maybe a grandkid that needs to come stay with you. You are limited on who can stay with you Mm. for an extended period of time. In the covenants, it will clearly uh, just lay that out for you as far as the time length as which someone under 55 can stay in the neighborhood. But that would, I would say, be the biggest negative. And then maybe for resale value, too. You're really limiting your pool of rebuyers, right? Exactly. Although I tend to find these neighborhoods, they sell very quickly and for a higher price point, too. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. But when it comes to resale, you are limited on the target of people that you can really market your home to. Yeah. And think about some of the things that you might miss by not being in a neighborhood with all different ages of families. Like, I would imagine, I'm sure someone has commented at some point, like, you know, I kind of miss the sound of children playing in in the street street and, you know, closing down the cul-de-sac for the roller hockey game and, you know, watching that from the front porch. I mean, I I knew a a retiree across the street from when I grew up was he would come over and tell us just how much he appreciated us playing in the front yard and throwing the football because he'd sit out on his porch and watch us and he'd just have a hoot watching us play in the front yard. And, you know, people miss that kind of stuff. No, you are definitely right. I would say another thing, too, in these neighborhoods, they typically are kind of more on top of each other as well. Definitely smaller lots, but that 
that's because they are more of a maintenance-free. Most of them right. will be a maintenance-free neighborhood. Kind of goes together. It makes right. sense. Right. Yeah. So if you're looking for the privacy, it's probably not a neighborhood mm-hmm. that would work for you as well. Now, is there anything, uh, before we move on to the next question, because uh, this was a good one, Bell, is there anything that's different about the home buying process in terms of like the legal part of it or the negotiation part of it, or is it just like buying any other home? Yes, you're exactly right. It's just like buying any okay. other home, the exact same process. This so even though it has these stipulations, it's still the normal house buying process. Right. There is kind of the next step after an adult neighborhood, active adult you know, community, there's a next step of maybe going into housing where there's long-term care. Right. And so with some of those, you actually buy ownership of maybe the condo or the home, hmm. but it comes with maybe four stages of long-term care. You know, at first you're independent, then from there, maybe light care to full-time care. And of course, the price can go up as you go down those stages. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, with an active adult neighborhood, though, it's the exact same process of buying a normal new build or resale. Very cool. Bell, if you need any assistance buying or uh, selling here in the area and you need somebody to help walk you through things, just like Angie did there uh, discussing the active adult neighborhoods, or maybe you're considering relocating here in the Triangle, Angie can help you with that process. You can get in touch with her right now by calling or texting 919-538-6477. Again, that's 919-538-6477. 6477. You can call Angie that at that number or go ahead and just shoot her a text and you can set up a time to chat later on. Angie offers complimentary listing appointments and buyers consultations as well. So whether you're looking to buy or sell here in the triangle, Angie can assist you in that goal. 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477. Seven, seven. Let's slide over and get one here from Bev. Bev is in Durham and says, this might be silly, but I'm looking to buy a home and I'm so confused by all the lingo in the listings. I get that BR is bedroom, although apparently sometimes it's BD, not BR. <laughs> but then you have AC, BB, BRK, 431C, PAN, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why can't some real estate folks just write in normal English? Kind of a unique question. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good question. And we get this often, be honest with you, Bev. I agree that some agents can make it more difficult than needed by just using too many abbreviations. Mm-hmm. But in our MLS, less listing, we are limited to 250 characters. Oh, so it's like Twitter. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. It drives me insane when I go to tweet and then I have to delete half of the tweet. But yeah, in MLS, you know, we are limited to 250 characters in the main public remarks. Interesting. Also in the agent remarks, which are hidden only to agents, we're limited there as well. So abbreviating does allow us to fit in more descriptions. But I think it's important for agents to use ab- abbreviations within reason. You know, if you're abbreviating every other word, it can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you mentioned pan. I have no idea what pan (laughs) is. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was looking, I was, you know, just thinking pan. What is pan? I've heard of, you know, bedroom, we abbreviate it as BR as well. Maybe living room, you know, LR. But yeah, pan's a different one. I'm going to, we'll look that one up uh, during the break and we'll see if we can find it out. Yeah, but, you know, the the whole reason why people abbreviate. Pantry. Pantry. Oh, that was horrible. Just spell it out. I mean, 
Yeah, answer. no, that's save, trying too save hard. Save three letters. There. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> something. Yeah, that in that case, you should have just spelled out pantry. But yeah, Bev. So the reason being that people typically abbreviate is because we are limited to the amount of characters in our MLS, and we want to get as much information in there, you know. But we need to be smart and do that within reason because someone like you, the consumer, you can be turned off when you don't even understand what half of these words mean. How about G-A-R-B? G-A-R-B. Is it garage? No. Nope. Gar- See, I don't know that one either. Garbage. Oh. Like, it has a garbage disposal, so maybe? So you just saved, what, what two letters? <laughs> <laughs> three. You got okay, the three. Eight, three. Eight, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. There's a fun list on here we should go through sometime. Yeah. Yeah. So at some point, you just need to type it out. But yeah. I do get, you know, bedroom, living room, dining room, you know, abbreviating some of those. But uh, sometimes. La- last one. Uh-uh. Last one. Oh, gosh. Uh, I-N-T. Interior. Nope. Intercom. See? You don't sell a lot of homes with intercoms uh, installed throughout. You know, here and there, but we would type that out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because the the average consumer is not going to learn these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could have been interior as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, it used to be a really big deal, I feel like, back in the magazine days. Mm. Because I remember when we used to go to the beach all the time, one of our favorite things while we were, you know, once we got to the beach, but then we still had another 20 minutes to the rental house or wherever. Right. We'd get one of the real estate magazines and start thumbing through, looking at all the you know, $3 million homes and just having fun, you know, taking a peek at all those things. And it was so funny with the ones that had like 19 bedrooms right. and then they'd list which ones were king. It was just so coded, the listing, because they're so shrunk. It's so just like limited. Yeah. 7BR, KKKKQQQTB right. Trundle, you know. It's <laughs> and it's like, what in the world does this mean? Trying yeah. to figure them all out. So within reason, it's good. But, you know, uh, us as agents, when we're posting an MLS, we need to remember that there's just the normal public Right. You know, that's reading our MLS listings, and many of them don't understand these abbreviations, which I clearly don't understand half of them either. It's a great question, though, Bev, and a fun one as well. If you need help buying or selling your home here in the Triangle, we invite you to give a call to Angie Cole and her team at A. Cole Realty. You can reach directly by calling or texting Angie 919-538-6477. Thinking about buying or selling here in the near future, Angie can help answer some of your questions and steer you in the right direction with your home purchase or uh, home selling adventure in the future. 919-538-6477 is that number. 919-538-6477. Our next question comes to us from Campbell in Wake Forest. Campbell says, we're converting a bedroom to an office. Is that a mistake? When we go to sell the home later, will listing the home with three bedrooms instead of four cost us a lot of potential money? I would say it is a mistake, Campbell. Whenever you go to make the conversion, you can stage a room however you prefer, but leave the closet there. Okay. So in order to be designated as a bedroom, it must have a window and a closet. That's the way that the contract reads here in North Carolina. And so whenever you make that conversion, just leave the closet, which it's great. I think an office to still have a closet to keep all of your just extra mm-hmm. pencils and pens and paper, whatever you need, just those office items. So yes, definitely keep the closet. Do not eliminate the closet if you're converting from a bedroom to an office, because definitely a four bedroom will sell better than a three. So 
Campbell, it sounds like you might long-term be thinking about selling. And then a lot mm-hmm. of times the next steps after selling is then buying. And we would love to walk you through the process, whether you're buying or selling a home. We have a wonderful document that we can share with you, and it is the buying process. And it will walk you through the steps from the initial start of meeting with an agent, talking about your home search, getting pre-qualified, taking you through the steps of contract to close and then after the process. And this document that we have is great, once again, whether you are buying or selling a home. So if you would like to receive the buying guide from contract to close, it's as simple as texting the word contract to the phone number 555 888. So once again, whether you're thinking about buying or selling a home and you want to receive the steps of the buying and selling process, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. Again, that's a great resource for you to tap into, Campbell, or if you're also thinking about buying or selling a home here in the Triangle, a great way to kind of refresh your memory on how the process works, some of the uh, tips and tools that you need to keep in mind as you go through those steps and through that process. You can get it right on your smartphone. Just text the word CONTRACT, C-O-N-T-R-A-C-T, CONTRACT. Text that to the number 555-888. Again, the number to text is 555-888. And in the message field, all you do is put the word contract, and you'll get a text right back from us, and it'll have a link that you can click on and then view that home buying guide. Great question, Campbell. Let's squeeze in one more here from Leonard. Leonard, by the way, is in Raleigh and says, we're thinking of having a security system installed in our home. We're also going to sell soon. Would this add some nice value to the home? Are there any home buyers that would view this as a negative addition? Honestly, there is no value that comes along with a home Hmm. security system. So do not waste your time or your money investing into a system that is just super high end. Most yeah. owners these days, they just go with the the wireless systems. You know, you can get mm-hmm. that through ADT or whoever it might be, but just a simple wireless system that they come in, they put the unit in, maybe a couple of cameras, and then whenever you make a move, you can disarm the service and the system will just transfer over to the next homeowner. So I think it's a positive that you have a home security system because that's kind of a norm, I feel like, in most homes. The only time I think it could be a negative is if you have this very elaborate system. Mm -hmm. It looks like you're entering a prison. It's on lockdown with just extravagant cameras and systems. And I think that could make a potential buyer wonder, is this place safe? Right, right. Why so much? (laughs) Yeah, I've actually, I've been to a listing appointment before where as soon as I walked in, there was cameras, these big cameras just looking both ways off of the front porch. And it just seemed really awkward. Like you're clearly being watched. But then you wonder, like, had they had a break-in before? Was this an unsafe neighborhood that they feel the need to be extra safe and get the extra, you know, security? So a security system's wonderful. It's not going to bring you extra value. And whenever you are selling your home, I would be careful not to just go too extreme because it can make buyers be concerned. So if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to start off by understanding the value of your home, that's always a great point to start. Mm -hmm. You can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. From there, we're going to send you a link. You just click the link, you input your address, and from there, we will send you the value of your home. So once again, if if you're wondering what your home is worth, you want to get started with understanding the value of your home, you can text the word listing. Listing to the phone number 555-888. 
Again, just text the word LISTING, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, to the number 555-888. If you just got the buying guide a few moments ago, well, now you can find out an initial estimate on the value of your home. Useful tool. Find out a great starting point so you can start budgeting and keeping in mind of, hey, what would be the potential sale price of our home if we were to sell here in the near future? Just text the word LISTING to the number 555-888. The other cool thing about doing that is that it's going to keep you up to date as the value of your home changes. So as homes get bought and sold around you, and that might influence and factor into how valuable your home is, you're going to get updates of those trends and what's happening. It's been pretty cool over the last couple of months. I've been using Angie's home value tool, and I've seen it start to tick up and up and up and up as the market around has been going up and up. So it's neat to see that. Again, you can use that tool by texting the word LISTING to the number 555-888. Again, LISTING, L-I-S-T-I-N-G. Text that to the number 555-888, and you can get an initial estimate on the value of your home right there on your smartphone. You're listening to the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. We'll introduce you to another great neighborhood here in the Triangle in the Neighborhood Spotlight coming up in a few moments. Also, what are some of the top home value influencers? Is it all about location or what about crime rates and school ratings and walkability and those kinds of things? What plays a larger factor in determining the value of a home? We'll talk about that and how it might apply to you coming up on today's show. Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. Angie Cole with us here on the Savvy Realtor today. Walter Storholt here as well. And we are talking about buying and selling homes here in the Triangle. If you have questions for Angie, you can call or text her with those questions. 919-538-6477. Don't worry, we won't put you on the air. That's just to get in touch with Angie directly to ask your personal questions about real estate. 919-538-6477. 6477. Please keep the topics to real estate, by the way, not just personal questions in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, 919-538-6477. This part of the show we call the Neighborhood Spotlight, where Angie tells us about a great neighborhood here in the Triangle. Always learn about new places in this segment of the show. So Angie, where are we going this week? So we are going to Raleigh. We are actually going to South Raleigh right off of Old Stage Road, which it might seem a little further out, but it's really not that far from downtown Raleigh at all. Yeah, South Raleigh, I mean, you can just hop right up into downtown in what seems like a few minutes. It's it's not hard at all. Most definitely. And the great thing about that area is you typically get a little bit more home for your money. Definitely do. So, which is wonderful. And land, if if that interests you in a lot of cases, right? Exactly. Yep. So we're going over to Eagle Ridge. Eagle Ridge is a wonderful neighborhood, uh, not only is it a neighborhood with homes, but it's also a golf course neighborhood. Ah, okay. So there is an 18-hole golf course there, the driving range, the practice green, fully stocked golf shop, also a full-service dining facility as well. Oh, this is like right between the uh, the two lakes, Wheeler and Benson, right? You're exactly mm-hmm. right. Yep, exactly right. So this neighborhood is wonderful because not only do you have the golf course, you also have the very large clubhouse where they have a lot of community events. There's the pools, the tennis, playgrounds. So just a wonderful neighborhood for all 
all different ages. Definitely a wonderful place to live. A little bit about what type of homes we have in the neighborhood. So we have all single family homes. They range anywhere from about 1,500 square feet up to 4,600 plus. So a good range of homes, a good range of price points as well, ranging from 175 up to 500,000. So all different price points for all different buyers. There's currently only nine active homes on the market. This is a very large neighborhood, and for there to only be nine active homes, that shows you that inventory levels are super yeah, low. no kidding. Homes are selling fairly quickly in the neighborhood. We actually have a listing that we are putting on the market probably in another week or two at 689 Seastone Street in Raleigh. It's a beautiful home that has had a lot of upgrades, some gorgeous hardwood floors throughout the main level. They've updated the kitchen. We'll be listing this home at 272. So be on the lookout again for our new listing coming up in Eagle Ridge at 689 Seastone Street in Raleigh. And so if you have a home in Eagle Ridge, I'm actually, I'm headed out to another listing appointment in that neighborhood today. But if you have a home in that neighborhood and you want to get the value, you want to understand where we could list it, where we could sell it, a great way to get started is by texting the word listing to the phone number 555 888. From there, a text will be sent back to you. Click the link, input your address, and you will receive the value of your home. The system's wonderful because it also keeps you up to date whenever the values in the neighborhood change as well. So once again, if you're in Eagle Ridge or any surrounding areas and you want to understand the value of your home, it's as simple as texting the word listing to the phone number 555-888. And uh, this is a really cool neighborhood, Eagle Ridge. The nice thing about it from you know my perspective, I, I look at it and say, okay, I'm either backing up to the golf course uh-huh. or to like very natural surrounding wooded areas. There, yeah. It's, it's a nice location for any house you pick in the neighborhood. It's going to kind of have either one of those two nice features. You're right. And yeah, for most of the homes, they tend to be very private, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Here and there, you might back up to another home, but most of them are very private. Uh, just based on uh, Google, by the way, and kind of zooming in from the aerial view, you're also very close to Ninja Cow Farms. What is that? I have no idea, but it. it <laughs> You're like I don't know, but it gets high reviews and is apparently around the corner. I guess it's a local farm. Oh, um, I was like, is it a farm? What is the reviews say? Fantastic Cal prices farms. on meats, great people, great oh, wow. meat. So it's like a local like a, farm, like a butcher yeah, shop, I yeah. guess. It's right around the corner. It's called Ninja Cow Farms. Wow. G- giving them free promotion here on the air just because I thought the name was cool. Uh, that is a really cool name. So you got yeah, Ninja Cows right around the corner. <laughs> there must be some really amazing cows. So. I bet that's a great setting huh. here in the triangle. Eagle Ridge (laughs) is our neighborhood spotlight. Again, if you'd like to find out the value of your home, uh, you can do that very easily. Right from your smartphone, just text the word listing to the number 555-888, and we'll send you a text back with a link. You just click on it and put in your home's information, and voila, you've got the estimated value of your home here in the Triangle. Just text the word listing to the number 555-888. That's the Neighborhood Spotlight. There's more coming up on today's show. What influences the value of your home? We'll dive deeper into that question coming up next on the Savvy Realtor. Reviews are important when it comes to choosing any kind of service in the Triangle. Real estate is no different. So here's another snippet of an online review of Angie Cole and the A. Cole Realty Team. From a single-family home sale in Durham, Angie and her team are professional and are passionate about what they do. They got my home sold in seven days from listing. That's another five-star review for A. Cole Realty. Are you buying or selling a home in the Triangle? 
Have a conversation with Angie Cole right now about how their team can help you. Call or text 919-538-6477. That is 919-538-6477. Who knows? You might be the next one to leave a five-star review. Call or text right now to talk with Angie. 919-538-6477. This is the show that helps you navigate the ins and outs of buying or selling a home here in the Triangle. It's the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty. This is the Savvy Realtor. Walter Storholt here alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty right here in the Triangle. Check her out online at acolerealty.com. Again, that's A-C-O-L-E realty.com. Angie and her team helped 191 families buy or sell a home in the Triangle last year. And if you are looking for a realtor to work with here in the Triangle, reach out to Angie Cole and her team at A. Cole Realty. You can call or text Angie right now at 919-538-6477. Again, you can call or text that number if you prefer, 919-538-6477. 6477 and ask your questions about real estate here in the triangle. So Angie, I know that a lot of things are going to influence a home's value, but I want to have a conversation about some of the top factors. I want to think about also what's unique maybe in our community compared to maybe what's happening across the country or what general consensus says. Maybe there's something about our local area here that's a little bit different. And of course, if you've ever spent any time following anything related to real estate, you've heard location location, location, location. It's all about location. But why is it so important? And also, how do you define location? Because it seems like you can take that a lot of different directions. And you're right. I feel like with location, it depends on the person. I feel like each individual can really define location, location, you know, a little bit different as far as which locations are appealing to them. But to me, you know, location, location, location is all about the convenience, the distance to your work, to your school, to family, you know, maybe the conveniences to shopping, to restaurants, greenway areas. So location, location, location definitely will dictate a price point for sure, you know, and what one person feels like some more, I guess, appealing location versus another. That's kind of to mm-hmm. each their own. But for example, inner Beltline, downtown areas, those okay. typically are considered to be better location areas just because of the conveniences. So typically you see that the price of land is more expensive. Right. So overall home prices will be more as well. And by the same token, you can be far away from downtown, but you might be lakefront and therefore it becomes location, location, location. I'm on the water and now your home prices is shooting up because of it. That's a great point. Just like we talked about our neighborhood spotlight, Eagle Ridge being on a golf course. Location right there, different type. Right. Mm -hmm. You could be on the exact same street, one home across from another, and the ones with the golf course view will have definitely a higher lot premium versus Mm -hmm. the ones on the other side of the street, which might just back up to some wood. So location definitely can dictate where we're at as far as price point goes. Now, if you aren't in a home that would be pegged as a great location or or, you know, whether we look at it on sort of the micro neighborhood, like maybe you're on a lot that's in a great neighborhood, but your lots just doesn't have the feature of being on the golf course or up against the woods, you back into another home, or maybe it's just the fact that you're far away from downtown, so you don't have that location aspect. How does that conversation work when you're talking with somebody about selling their home? How can you overcome, not necessarily bad location, but, you know, location that's not ideal? For sure. So, 
there is a home for everyone. So whether you're in that perfect location or maybe you are backing up to another home, there will be a buyer for every single home. But we just have to think about that whenever it comes to talking through a list price. Uh, And marketing, right? Marketing to the right people. Yeah, for sure. And just making sure we are comparing your home to ones that are similar. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, if I'm pulling comparables for a home in Eagle Ridge, if it's a home that does not sit on the golf course, my comparables will not be ones that do sit on the golf course Uh, and have that golf course view. The one that's got the ninth tee view or something like that. Yeah. So just make sure that we are comparing the home to, you know, like homes. But of course, there is a home for everyone, but that might be reflected, of course, in the price as well. Okay, so that's a good breakdown of location, location, location. Uh, Another top identifier of something that will influence your home's value are the various community stats. And not all of these are probably created equal, but I've seen these listed as, you know, your general school ratings, crime rates, walkability, those kinds of things. How often, Angie, are you seeing those other factors increase or decrease a home's value? All the time. There was actually, there was a neighborhood in Cary, which it was a new build neighborhood, which ended up selling out before they even completed the model home. Wow. And the reason being was because of the school district, you know, those homes were going into. Yep. And so before you could even see a finished product, all you could see was paper floor plan, that neighborhood was completely sold out. So that can really drive up prices depending on the school that it might flow into. You talk about crime rates. We unfortunately, we had a buyer just recently who decided not to move forward on a home because they pulled some crime reports and decided it wasn't the area that they would like to live within. So that can really steer someone, you know, one way versus another. I love the walkability. You know, that's kind of the new thing I feel like. Just, you know, having those conveniences of you don't need a car. Whether you're downtown or not, you can have a walkable area way outside of downtown as long as it's still near, you know, certain shops and necessities and that kind of thing. For sure. But just, yeah, to have those conveniences of you don't have to hop in your car to go somewhere. I love when we go to the beach, I love the area we're at in the beach because we can just hop in our golf cart. And it's kind of like walkability in a sense. You can just go wherever you need to and we never have to hop in our car. There's um, walkability, bikeability, and, and golf cart ability. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that really can drive, you know, the value of the homes up, you know, being in a strong walkability location. The school rating one is interesting, and I know that you as a realtor you have to be careful in the conversations that you have and how you position putting certain schools ahead of another. I know there's lots of rules you know, and regulations, as there should be on those kinds of things, but I just know from personal experience of looking at homes, homes that might be a half mile away, very similar in terms of how they look, quality of the home, lot size, everything's equal, but home on the left is in good school district, home on the right is in a school district that does not get as high ratings, and clearly that's reflected in the price. As great as, you know, $100,000 difference between the two homes, it seems, in some cases. Yeah, you're exactly right. As a real estate agent, we can't give guidance on, hey, what schools are better than others, but we can tell people, hey, go to the government website, look at the ratings. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But yeah, price values will definitely drive up if you are in a better school district. Mm -hmm. It's just families are willing to pay more. And so, you know, it's just over time, values continue, continue to, you know, continue to go up. Same thing on the flip side with crime rates. If you are in an area that the crime rate has increased, it just gets worse over time. You will see a lot more foreclosures taking place, short sales, the values will be decreasing. So, you know, the ratings of schools, the crime rates, your walkability really can drive the value one way or another. If you need help during your home buying search, or maybe you're thinking about about selling your home and you need some assistance, Angie Cole is there to help. You can get in touch with her by calling or texting 919 919- 
919-538-6477. Again, 919-538-6477. You can call or text Angie at that number and ask your questions about buying or selling a home. She is the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, has a fantastic team around her and ready to help you prepare for your home buying or selling situation. Again, 919-538-6477 is the number to call or text Angie, 919-538-6477. We're talking about the different influences that are out there when it comes to your home's value. Community stats definitely play a big role. Location obviously plays a big role. And then we always get to that question about renovations and home updates. Angie, and not every project's going to bring you that great return on investment. But certainly, you've had some stories about a home renovation or some updates that were done to a home that did raise its value. Any stories you can share in that regard? Sure do. We have a home in Raleigh we will actually be listing soon. And we gave the advice to the owner to replace the carpet, repaint the interior of the home, add granite countertops, add some updated light fixtures, and just repaint the cabinet. Also, the third floor has never been permitted. Even though it was finished off, Hmm. we said, you know what, we would retroactively go back and get it permitted. It's probably going to cost around $20,000 for this, you know, all these updates. But with these changes, we'll be able to list this home for about 50000 more. Okay. So we've made about 30000 off of doing these type of renovations. And that's not the case in every neighborhood. You know, with this particular neighborhood, some homes go on the market and they are plain Jane. They've never been mm-hmm. renovated. You know, and all these homes are about 15 to 20 years old. But then there's a lot of homes where the owners have come in they flip them. You know, they've started making right. these renovations. So the comps and the values are supported within the neighborhood. So it was great where we could give the advice for this particular owner to go ahead and update your home within reason, do these certain things, and we then could get this much more money for your home. And now you might go into another situation, same home, same needs for updates, but because the surrounding neighborhood doesn't necessarily support the need for the updates, you might recommend not doing those $20,000 worth, right? It's, yeah. it's a dependent on each situation kind of thing? You're exactly right. So right now, without permitting the third floor, this particular owner is actually on the smaller end for the neighborhood. So once he permits the third floor, we now okay. can include this square footage. And he's not overpricing his home for now for mm-hmm. the neighborhood. He actually is in line with the square footage of other homes that have recently sold. Same thing with the updates. Other homes have already made these updates, if not more. So it's okay for us to do them, and then we can get the value back out. But you have to be careful. If he was the first one to make these upgrades and the only three-story place in the neighborhood, now you're starting to maybe run the risk of not realizing the the return? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, uh, many times I go out to listing appointments and, you know, I have sellers that start going through a laundry list of updates that they want to do to the home. Of course it will look great, but they will not get any of the money back out because no one else in the neighborhood has made these mm. level of upgrades. So it's good to get the guidance from your real estate agent in regards to what updates will make you money, what updates will just help you to get the home sold quicker and which updates you could make, but you actually could lose money because yeah. the amount of money you invest you're not getting it back out. And that really just underscores that conversation is just a small part of the overall home buying and selling process, right? For sure. And it's, you know, great to understand the home buying process, whether you're buying or selling a home. We all understand what it means 
but really do you understand the terminology and the steps from start to finish? Mm-hmm. Most of us do not. And from right. state to state, it changes as well. So even though you might be a seasoned seller or buyer in other areas, in North Carolina, we have our own contract. So right. if you would like to receive the home buying guide, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. Once again, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you would like to receive the rundown of the process from start to finish, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. Again, that'll get you the home buying guide right there on your smartphone. All you have to do is text the word contract to the number 555-888. Again, contract is the word. Put that in the message field. Send it to the number 555-888. We will then send you a text right back with a link. Click on the link, and you can view that home buying guide right there from your smartphone. And if you want to, you can email it to yourself with the push of a button. Uh, all very easy to do. Just text the word contract to the number 555-888 to view this home buying guide. So, Angie, since we're talking about things that change the value of a home or impact it greatly, obviously then I think the neighborhood, you kind of alluded to this a little bit with that last discussion, but it's a broader picture here. This can really be seen as the the great equalizer. What else is happening in the neighborhood, right? Right. It's very important to see what's going on in the neighborhood. So whenever we pull comparables, we always started off in the neighborhood if possible, because even though your home might be the exact same home, exact same floor plan of another home in a neighborhood that's, you know, 10 miles down the street, that's not a comparable for you. Mm -hmm. You need to stay in your neighborhood and really figure out what what's going on in the neighborhood to get an idea and understanding of the value of your home. So, you know, it's important to look at like homes with similar square footage, similar age and similar style in the neighborhood. Be careful. I I can't, you know, say this enough, but be careful not to be the nicest and largest home in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You typically will not get your money back whenever it comes to resale. Now, if you plan on living there long term, have at it. Max it out with upgrades. Have fun. Enjoy your home because that's where you plan to live long term. But typically in a neighborhood, if you are the nicest home in a neighborhood and you're the largest home, right. you then typically will be the most expensive and you might not get all of your money back when it comes to selling a home. Yeah, people don't see it as a good deal anymore. And so you're less likely to get those multiple offers and people willing to pay more for the home just because you seem to lose that value a little bit. That makes a lot of sense. Right. And any other factors that you would throw out there to identify uh, you know, as important when it comes to influencing a home's value? Yeah, so we talked about, you know, surrounding areas and the values when, you know, one home increases, it can increase the others. On the flip side, if there are a lot of foreclosures or short sales Mm -hmm. in a neighborhood, that definitely can negatively affect your value as well. When an appraiser is looking at comparables, as an agent, I do the exact same thing that an appraiser would do. But when an appraiser is looking at the comparables, if he is pulling, he or she actually, um, is pulling maybe, hey, there's five closed sales. Out of the five closed sales, there's one foreclosure. Typically, we can just kind of throw that one out. We would not use that as a comparable. But if we pull five comparables and maybe two or three out of the five mm. are foreclosures or short sales, unfortunately, we have to use those homes when we're comparing our values to get an idea mm-hmm. of our subjects' home worth. So you know, it's great when you're in a neighborhood when all the values continue to go up, but it's also not wonderful if you start to see a lot of foreclosures or short sales happen yeah. in your neighborhood. I would suggest selling now and getting out because long-term, the values would just continue to decrease. That's going to affect you big time, yeah. 
So if you're in a neighborhood, maybe unfortunately you're in this situation that you're seeing a lot of foreclosures, a lot of short sales, or maybe you're in a flourishing neighborhood where you think that the home's value have really appreciated, I would love to give you some feedback on the value of your home. It's a great place to get started whenever you're thinking about selling your home. Most people, the first thing they want to know is, what is my home worth? Mm -hmm. So a great way to get started is you can text the word listing to the phone number 555 888. From there, we will send you a link, click the link, put in your address, and then you will receive the value of your home. And our system is wonderful because it keeps you updated on the values as well, whether your home is continuing to appreciate or if it's depreciating. So once again, if you want to understand the value of your home, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. Again, all you have to do is send us a text and you can find out the value of your home. Just send the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G. Put that in the message field of your smartphone, like you're sending a text to a friend. That's the message. And then the number is 555-888. That'll send your text to Angie and her team at Egg Hole Realty. They'll text you right back with a link. You can click on that link and then find out the value of your home when you put in your home's information. It takes like 15 to 20 seconds to do this. It, it really doesn't take long at all. And uh, then you'll also be updated over time on the changes in the value of your home, which is a pretty cool benefit as well. Well, all you have to do is text the word listing to the number 555-888. Again, text the word listing to the number 555-888. There's still more to come on today's edition of the Savvy Realtor. We'll get to know Angie a little bit better in the next segment. Plus, we'll have the listing of the week and the mortgage moment and more still straight ahead here on the Savvy Realtor. Stay with us. It's getting to know you time here on the Savvy Realtor. It's time to get to know Angie Cole, your Savvy Realtor, a little bit better. This part of the show, we ask her questions about uh, just her personal life, just to get to know her personality a little bit better so you can get to know your Savvy Realtor a little bit more. And this is a good one, Angie. If you were to take a look at your bucket list, what are you eager to accomplish in the next five years? I would love to go to Europe. Okay. So I have never mm-hmm. been to Europe. We, I feel like whenever it comes to vacations, we always think of tropical right you know yeah. where can we Beach, go and just yeah, yeah lay out and be lazy but they have I, tropical somewhat places in that's, mediterranean right that is true <laughs> but yeah i would really like to go on kind of a tour guided trip yeah. to europe i really would love to go mm-hmm. to italy um probably be the top place that i would enjoy but yep. i would love to kind of skip around you know go with a, a group of people sure. where they have the tour guide and they really show you you know interesting facts and you know just the different architecture yeah. and because i feel like if i planned the trip on my own. I wouldn't know where to begin. I'm not one for tour groups. Uh-huh. I love exploring on my own. Right. But that would certainly be a trip where I feel yeah. like I would probably enjoy it because that's a lot to plan for. I'm the same way. Navigating I, through yeah. multiple countries, multiple modes of travel. like That would be a would fun be one locked. to just relax a little bit and enjoy the the sightseeing with a group that's been there, done that, kind of showing you the ropes. I, I agree I could be you. convinced that in that right. way to do the tour group. I'm the same way. I, yeah. We normally like to do our own thing, mm-hmm. plan our, you know, go when we want to go, be lazy, we want to be yep. lazy. But here, I feel like to get the most out of it, I feel like I would need some guidance and some yep. planning, you yep. know? So yeah, we would love to go to Europe in the next five years. That's definitely on my bucket list. That's cool. Yeah, and that's the key phrase, get the most out of the trip. Right. That yeah. makes a lot of it, sense. It won't be relaxing. I know I'll come back and probably be 
exhausted. You'll need a vacation from the vacation. Exactly, kind of thing. but yeah. yeah, to really be able to see it. Yeah, well, if you want to cover a lot of ground, usually those tour groups are good for that kind of thing. I think so. Right. Pretty cool. All right. On the bucket list. Get to Europe next five years. We're going to hold you to that. Oh, yeah. I will be there. Make sure you get there. (laughs) That's getting to know Angie Cole a little bit better here on the Savvy Real Tour. Coming up next, a great home in the triangle. That's for sale. We'll give you the details on the listing of the week. Stay tuned. Reviews are important when it comes to choosing any kind of service in the Triangle. Real estate is no different. So here's another snippet of an online review of Angie Cole and the A. Cole Realty Team. From a home sale in Wake Forest. Angie sold my house in just two weeks. It had been on the market for seven months before we hired her. That's another five-star review for A. Cole Realty. Are you buying or selling a home in the Triangle? Have a conversation with Angie Cole right now about how their team can help you. Call or text 919-538-6477. That is 919-538-6477. Who knows? You might be the next one to leave a five-star review. Call or text right now to talk with Angie. 919-538-6477. It's the Mortgage Moment here on the Savvy Realtor. This part of the show, we ask Angie Cole a mortgage question. It's obviously one of the most important parts of the home buying and selling process, dealing with the mortgage and getting uh, the funds in place for that you know biggest purchase of your life for many of us. And this week's question on the mortgage moment comes to us from April in Apex. And April says, what's the relationship like between Realtor and lender? How often are they communicating and what are the different roles they have in the process? So there should be a very close relationship between the realtor and the lender. And the way to go about that is I would highly suggest you take the suggestion from your real estate agent on who they recommend for lenders, because we are going back and forth. You know, I have to speak with a lender very Mm -hmm. often just to make sure they're updated on, hey, here's an updated addendum. How are we looking at with getting full loan approval? How are we looking at, you know, meeting our closing date? So we always need to make sure that there's an open line of communication and working with a lender who is on top of things, who I know they will respond to me, whether it's during the week, on the weekend, they are going to get the job done and close on time is very important. Mm -hmm. It's up to the lender to handle the whole financial part of the home purchase. So they will help the buyer with obtaining a mortgage, talk through rates, talk through their good faith estimate, show them what their closing costs would be, what their mortgage payments would look like. So it's up to the lender to collect all those documentations and obtain their financing for Mm -hmm. them. But then it's up to the real estate agent for us to get the buyer, once they're in a contract, from contract to closing. And a big part of the contract to close, which on average, when you're getting financing, can take 30 to 45 days, is the lending side of it. I can knock out ordering inspections and negotiation or repairs. Mm -hmm. It takes us that length of time to actually close, typically because of the financing. So making sure that, once again, we have a wonderful relationship with our lenders and our lenders are working in a timely manner, staying on top of things, you know, competitive where their interest rates are great as well. That's very important. And so 
We have a preferred lender that we work with, and his name is Ned Ligon with OnQ Financial, and we highly recommend working with him. Once again, he's wonderful when it comes to customer service. He has great competitive interest rates. We know that he is going to close on time, and he will answer our questions, whether it's during the week, it's an evening, it's a weekend. We can always depend on him to get the job done and to be very responsive, and that's very important to get you to closing on time. Mm -hmm. So if you would like to receive some more information about Ned. He actually has this very cool mortgage app that you can download to your smartphone. And in order to download the mortgage app, which will tell you about interest rates, will allow you to get pre-qualified, ask Ned some questions, and just a whole laundry list of other cool things, you can text the word LENDING to the phone number 555 888. Once again, if you would like to download the mortgage app to your smartphone, you can text the word LENDING to the phone number 555-888. Again, great resource for information that's local to the area as well. This isn't just a national app or a national group that you're not getting that localized advice and guidance. Ned Ligon right here in the Triangle works very closely with Angie and has provided this app to you. And you can, just like the big national folks you know, might mention and promote, uh, you can get pre-qualified right from your smartphone using this app as well. So it's great to tap into a local resource source like that. If you would like to get that app on your phone, whether you have an iPhone or uh, Android device, all you have to do is text the word lending to the number 555-888. Just send that text. Lending is the word to the number 555-888, and you'll get a link with the opportunity to download the app right to your phone. Very easy to do. Just text the word lending to the number 555-888. That is this week's Mortgage Moment. Before we wrap up for the week, we'll have a success story to tell you about coming up next on the Savvy Realtor. Now it's no secret we all want to have success. So let's check in with your Savvy Realtor for a success story. This is the part of the Savvy Realtor where we like to highlight some great stories from Angie's career as a Realtor here in the Triangle, how she has helped people find solutions to maybe some of the problems that popped up when they were buying or selling a home. So Angie, this week I want you to tell us about a time you had to deliver some bad news to a client. How did the conversation go? And then what direction did you take things in after the conversation? So the worst thing ever that I think I have to relay when it comes to real estate is when someone or a buyer wants to terminate on our sellers. Ooh, that after is, already like going under contract? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. You know, it's one of those calls I have to make. It's part of my job, but it's never a fun phone call. So whenever there is a termination, of course, I have to pick up the phone, make that call. Sellers are never happy, of course. You know, some can handle it a lot worse than others. But I had, for example, um, a recent termination that took place in Morrisville, a home we had listed in Morrisville. And we terminated the contract. We signed the termination. All I could do when it comes to terminations is we need to focus on our next steps. Mm -hmm. You know, what is our end goal? Our end goal is to get your home back under contract as quick as possible. Right. Gotta get, get back it on to the, the horse, closing right? table. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the facts. Is We have a termination. There's nothing we can do to save it. What can we do to move forward? So, you know, I walked the clients 
through the process. Just stay positive. Focus on the end goal. So we put their home back on the market. We got it back under contract within a week. We actually ended up making them more money wow. than the original offer. How about that? So, Silver you know, lining. <laughs> blessing in disguise. So although, yes, was it stressful whenever we received their termination? Was it a headache? Was it a headache to now get showings again? Yeah. Because they had already started boxing up stuff. They were enjoying just living in their home for the last 30 days or so and not being bothered. But the end result was we got it back under contract super quick. We end up going under contract for more money than what their original contract was for. And so, of course, our clients were beyond happy and very exciting or excited about the whole process. So, when it comes to selling your home, you know, our goal is always to give you guidance to make sure we get you from start to finish and focus on the end goal and stay positive during the whole process. Mm-hmm. And if you're thinking about selling your home and you want to understand the value and what your home is worth, we have a very cool tool. You can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. And from there, you'll get a link and put your address and you'll get the value of your home. So once again, if you want to understand what your home is worth, just text Text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. That'll be a great way to start your home selling process, find out the value of your home, an initial estimate, all from just texting Angie and her team. The word is listing. That's the code word. You just put that into the message field. Send that to the number 555-888. Click on the link and put in your home's info, and you will get an estimated value of your home. Just text the word listing to the number 555-888. There's the old uh, saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Yeah. My cousin puts in her email signature, when life gives you lemons, freeze them and throw them back harder. <laughs> Love it. And and that's what you did in that situation, yeah. it sounds like. You froze Take the lemonade, do it back harder and you ended up making more money on the house for your sellers, which is pretty cool. Uh, So again, if you want to find out the value of your home and experience a success story like this, one of the dozens and dozens, and I guess I can now say hundreds of families that have used A. Cole Realty to buy or sell their home, you want to have a success story like that, you can do that. Find out the value of your home by texting the word listing to the number 555-888. And if you can't wait, you just want to go ahead and have a conversation with Angie and her team and you want to get the ball rolling on that process, you want to set up a seller's consultation or a complimentary buyer's consultation, you can do that as well. Just call or text Angie directly at 919-538-6477. She is your local savvy realtor right here in the Triangle, 919-538-6477 is the number. You can call or text Angie at that number, 919-538-6477. That's all the time that we have for this week's program. Thank you so much for tuning in. A big thanks to Angie for joining us, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next time right back here on The Savvy Realtor. Tour.